is Punkanoi Worldwide. Thank you for joining me and my guest, CJ. CJ Coop of Racist Kramer. Hello. How are you? Very well. How are you? Great. Thank you for joining me for a great episode of Punk Covers. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. It is great to have you here. Uh, I've been looking forward to doing this for almost a year, probably a year, because we discussed doing this actually last year. We scheduled it shortly before Friendsmas of last year. I got COVID. That's when I got COVID is when like oh, yeah. a day or two before we were supposed to schedule, and then I was sick for like two weeks, and it just didn't happen. So uh, super excited to, give it, to do it this year. Pretty decent excuse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It's that time of year. The, what do you do? Got sick. Now uh, we are here. We're going to do a whole bunch of cool punk covers. You picked a bunch of great punk covers. I tried to pick some stuff that complement it. And we'll uh, talk about it. We're going to talk about some friends. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff that you were up to with the racist Kramer. But we'll get to more of those as we get along. Hell yeah. Let's, let's get into some music. So uh, you sent me some cover tracks. That's right. Uh, we're starting with a Beach Boys cover. Oh, you got it wrong. It's a dwarves cover. Is it a dwarves cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, I, I had a feeling that I should have specified that it's the dwarves, yeah. Okay. But it's, it's a song about Salt Lake City, which you thought was Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah, and I thought, well, that's an interesting one. I, I wonder why he picked that oh, one. Man, well, wait till you hear it. It's so funny. That is, yeah. Uh, I hadn't heard this cover before. It's MXPX, and, and it features Bad Cop, Bad Cop. You like Bad Cop, Bad Cop, yep. right? Yeah, they're great, great punk rock ladies. Well, with those two bands, I didn't think it was a stretch to play a Beach Boys cover, as the second track that I picked oh, is actually a Beach Boys cover. No, this, this whole song <laughs> talks so much shit on Salt Lake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm way off, and uh, oh, my man. next track will just be fun because it's the queers. I, so, saw, I, I saw them recording this on their Instagram. Nice. And it actually features uh, Goldfinger's guitar player. Okay. That's why I saw it. He, he does all the, the solos. Well, that's fantastic, and uh, so yeah. Like, yeah, this has to be my first cover. It It's a great choice. I hadn't heard that song from the Dwarves previous. I hadn't heard the Beach Boys cover. I just looked up, like, song Salt Lake City, and the only one that came up was Beach Boys. I was like, oh, it must be a Beach Boys cover. <laughs> but to be honest, uh, I hadn't heard the Beach Boys version, and I didn't really want to listen to it to compare it to this one. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that all right, so not a Beach Boys cover. It's a cover of The Dwarves. So uh, what more? Tell me more about the why. Besides the Salt Lake City, we're here in Salt Lake City. We're from Salt Lake City. Dude, I love, I love MXPX. Uh, Mike Herrera is an awesome bass player, awesome dude. He's one of my favorite people to follow online. and uh, my, He has a podcast, too, that my uh, buddy Lauren Walker Madsen sometimes on, and so and he he his podcast like he has all kinds of tiny tiny artists that are just trying to get exposed and he has everybody on just a super great guy and I always loved that band so that's I try, awesome I tried to dig deep for some of these you know like I didn't want to just I didn't look, go online and look just like best punk covers <laughs> I was like I really dug deep into my brain was like what what songs did I listen to growing up that were covers and I don't I don't think I even picked like a me first. We nope. didn't even do me first. Give me, give me some of this, which is actually kind of, 
I don't know. That might be a <laughs> Eric was even talking about that case. when we were going to when we Eric was going to join us wasn't able to but he was pointing out that he was going to try to avoid picking a me first and a gimme gimme yeah, track as well. Well, just you know, low hanging fruit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do this one without you guys. <laughs> uh, anytime you they are played, they're playing a cover, right? The next yeah. song, the next yeah. song, it's uh, it's a cover. They're the world's best band. I mean, the world's best cover band. <laughs> well, let's let's, let's, uh, let's get into this track. Oh, when yeah. did this track come out? When did they record? Uh, I want to say that it, so they were coming with MXPX, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and MXPX, and then the show got canceled, I think, because of COVID. Okay. So just a couple years ago but then. They, they, it was supposed to be at Metro. And I don't think it ever happened. I'm not sure. I may have just missed it, <laughs> but I don't, think it, I don't think it ever actually happened. I think that COVID shut it down. And the dwarves was this a you know the dwarves have been around for a long time. Yeah, so is this like an older track of the dwarves? Well, I've actually I'm not sure the history of it. I just know that they didn't want to go to Salt Lake City, and so they wrote this song. And it's like <laughs> the, the hook is like I'm not going to Salt Lake City. <laughs> Feel like it. Well, it's gonna be good. <laughs> MXPX and Bad Cop, Bad Cop didn't come to Salt Lake City because of COVID, so I guess it was fitting. <laughs> yeah, it was like they cursed themselves. <laughs> well, cool. Let's get into it. We'll check this one out, and then uh, let's play mine. We'll play them back to back. So the queers will come up right after, and we'll discuss the yeah. uh, off how off I was on picking uh, that specific one. But no, it's the queers, good. so they're cool. I actually, I, I fucking like the Beach Boys. All right, <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> I, I I'm at least familiar with the Queers cover that oh. they did of the Beach Boys. I've ha I've heard that one before, but I hadn't heard the Salt Lake City song of the Beach Boys. My my uh, my drummer loves the Queers too, so can't go wrong with the Queers. It's gonna be great. Perfect. Well, let's do some MXPX and Bad Cop, Bad Cop first. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you except the one thing that you want me to. We went across the mighty Rio Grande and saw Disneyland and the same. Party 
When some loud bragger tries to put me down And says his school is great I tell him right away Now what's the matter buddy Ain't you heard of my school It's number one in the state So baby Junior Obviously, Beach Boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That so, one was the Beach Boys. It sure was. And yes, after hearing it, I hadn't, like I said, hadn't heard that cover yet, the MXPX, Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Yeah, I can see the Beach Boys probably wouldn't have come up with that one. Dude, the, what's the queer's name? His lead, their lead singer, I can't remember. Joe Queer. Yeah, Joe Queer. Uh, he loves the fucking Beach Boys, <laughs> dude, famously. Like, I swear, there's like a Beach Bong, Beach Bong, Beach Boys song on every, uh, Queer's record, seems like. <laughs> well, that was an exclusive, that album, it came out last year in September, and Reverberation, it was actually a cover album for the Queer's. So every single track on there were covers that they put together. So as we go through all the tracks, minus the one that I picked at the very end, mm -hmm. uh, they were all new tracks last year at the time we would have been recording. They were all within a couple months old because they were all from 2021. Oh, oh really? That's yes, awesome. because... Again, most of the bands, I had a list of bands that had released various covers that I was going to include depending on what we were going to play last year. Well, this year, most of them kind of fit in, and so I did. But So they're all a little over a year or about a year old now instead of being new. Very cool, man. <laughs> Very cool. I didn't know that. I, I'm, I got some old ones in here. Yes. Uh, it worked out. There's a little bit of theme that goes along. Obviously not in the first one because I was mistaken. But uh, both okay, cool tracks. I, I like the, you know, again, I was very familiar with uh, Be True to Your School. So uh, Queers did a great job. Queers were just in Salt Lake like a week ago. Yeah. Right? Uh, who are they with? 
Teenage Bottle Rocket. That's right, yeah. My yeah, friends, like maybe two weeks ago. That's right. My friends were like, are you going to go see Teenage Bottle Rocket? And my drummer's like, no, but I'm going to go see the Queers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, they were just here. If uh, anybody out there, if you... No, Teenage Bottle Rocket's cool. They're, yeah. They're way cool. We have, a, we have some common friends. Some Canadian fr- friends of ours are friends of theirs, so... That's funny. We we live right next to Wyoming, but we go up north for that link. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I would I would love to meet those guys someday. They're all really nice guys. I've, I've so I've heard from our our mutual friends. But that's awesome. Well, maybe uh, next time they come through town, we'll have to try to do something with them. Yeah, for sure. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons why we're doing the covers. And what we were going to do last year is we we're going to talk about Friendsmas. So right. we've done, we've talked about it before in previous years, a couple of years ago when you were doing Friendsmas. Before the dark times? Yes, before the dark before times the, indeed. Before the empire? Yes. Before the, before the COVID hit? <laughs> before some germs fucking shut everything down? Absolutely. Well. So for anybody that hasn't back. heard or has forgotten, it's, it's return back. Of, return of Friendsmas, December 17th, Urban Lounge. I don't know what one it is. I think we've done it, God, I want to say maybe 10 years now. That's awesome. It might be 10. Someone needs to figure that shit out. <laughs> I don't know, but we didn't get to do it one year, which sucked. It sucked really bad. Right. Because uh, a lot of people depend on that shit, you know. Right. A lot, of, a lot of the people that come out to this, which, you know, started out just being friends of ours, like, you know, it, the first one was, like, not even organized properly. I think we made, like, I think we raised close to $1,000 was all, but it's come so much farther than that. Now right. people I don't even recognize or know, people people from my whole life will show up and it's just a big, great cocktail party. And, you know, people talk during the bands and stuff, which is totally fine. It's not really, a, it's not about us putting on a show so much as it is just giving everyone a chance to get together for the holidays, which... Right. Usually suck, but this we took a good Christmas concept and turned it into something important. Right. And last year, uh, we raised twenty thousand dollars for the Utah Domestic Violence Coalition, doing um, opportunity prizes or whatever you can't call it a raffle. But, <laughs> uh, we do a little contest where if you if you donate, you'll get a ticket, and if your ticket's pulled, then you'll get cool shit. So. Which is awesome. So because people listen worldwide, uh, some people are going to live close enough. They're going to go. Oh, yeah. Anybody who's not listen, not going to be close enough, if you live over in Europe, the expectation is you're probably not going to make it. But you should if you're going to be here or, Honestly, or why not? Well, listen, if, if, if you're listening wherever you are, I will say if you have something to offer or if you want to donate or get involved, reach out to the Utah Domestic Violence Coalition. Donate money to them. Or if you want to hit us up on Instagram, it's Racist Kramer Music, and we'll we'll connect those dots and get your money from you no matter what somehow. Absolutely. Or if you don't want to do that, just go do something nice for one of your neighbors, or go fucking serve up some soup. You know, get out of your head and off your phone and go do something nice for people. Because I I am so grateful for this because. I get to go home that night with such a, a warm, ooey, gooey feeling of of uh, of just appreciation and gratitude because 
I, I see where the money goes. You know, for years we did different causes, and now we stick with we are part, we're partnered up for good with the Utah Domestic Violence Coalition uh, because we get to see exactly where the money goes and how it affects and changes lives. You know, and right? It's very important for us because it's time for as a culture and a community to move past this shit where you scream and yell and you fight and then people end up getting murdered or incarcerated. Absolutely. And all it takes is a little communication and compassion and understanding and empathy. So these people who do this work are not only volunteers, but sometimes they're victims of it themselves. And so it's breaking that, that tradition and that chain and turning it into something good. Right? And it's well known in, in the law enforcement community, whatever people's beliefs are on that, but it's well known in the law enforcement community that domestic violence calls are the most dangerous calls to go to. Absolutely. And, and uh, there's a lot of assumptions that get made about whose who's fault it's at. And, you know, being in the punk rock community, as you probably are aware, there's a lot of bullshit, and there's good people too. I'm not, right. so I'm not lumping, you know, just because you have a fucking battle vest and a huge mohawk doesn't make you a bad, scary person. Right. And just because you're clean cut and nice, you know, you could be a fucking monster. And so I, I just think that as a, as a human race, we, it's time for us to move past this shit and try Absolutely. to evolve. And the only way we do that is with each other and having resources for people who can have a safe space and so it's 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 a tremendous cause and it's a fucking fun party and if you're in salt lake please come december 17th urban lounge it's free there's uh fucking one two three four five bands we got pirates of the promised land which is this great band i've been recording and working with uh we have the damn dirty vultures which is some kids that got on uh, because they're just pals of ours, and I run into them at, at Bar Name Sue. One of them works at Bar Name Sue, and um, we got cool prizes every year that you can win. We got Fail to Follow, who uh, Grayson is also in, and then we have uh, Cop Drama, who Grayson is also in. <laughs> and Busy uh, night. Our guitar player, Grayson, in Racist Kramer. And then we, we finish up the night with a lot of, a lot of cool covers are going to get played. I think Cop Drama's doing almost an entire uh, set of Dookie, just Green Day, which is cool, because that was sort of the, that was the original concept that James, our bass player, kind of passed around. It was like every year we would just do an album, front to back, cover the album. But it was just like we could never really land on who got to pick the album. <laughs> and it was like I'd be like, I want to do a fucking Goldfinger. I want to do the original one. And he'd be like, I want to do a face to face one. And Jared'd be like, I want to do a Queers one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be fun. I hope you can make it out. And I, like I said, I will be there. Out there, uh, it's, you know, Christmas isn't about getting presents for you. It's for showing up for people in your life. The you, you take care of the people that take care of you, that kind of shit, you know? Absolutely. Several things to go along with that. First, you're right, it's important for people. It's important, you know, we don't always get to choose your family, right? right. Family's family. Absolutely. You may or may not get along with them, which means for some people the holiday season might not be the best because right. they're not. But your community, your friends, the, the getting together, and even if you're not uh, that well connected in that community, yeah. there's a lot of great people there, so maybe it's a good yeah. opportunity to come out and meet some of those people, but Absolutely. it's important to get together 
with people around that time, right? Instead of trying to arrange a Christmas party where you got to make all the food and all that and invite everybody over, go with your friends and go to the show. Exactly. Or go to a show. Yeah. Get out. Get out and just... Go to a show, but this is a good one. This is a good one. It is, because the other half of that, it's very important. If you're raising $20,000 last year, right? Absolutely. It blows my mind. $20,000. And I, like, we... We did a little touring around this year, and everywhere I'd go, I'd bring that up because I was just like, you know what? I don't have that much going on in my life. So that was a fucking huge accomplishment. And it is. And, and that's like, the other not, half of not the... Not to like brag about it, but I'm very proud of us and proud of my, my friends and what we've, what we've created and what we've worked on because it's, it's hard work. And they do... Uh, I, I have to just memorize a lot of lyrics, you know, because I'm <laughs> singing like... A whole bunch of songs. Uh, some of them I've never even heard before. You know, sometimes this this year will be pretty easy for me. But it's a lot of work, and and I, you know, I shout out to my my band and my homies, uh, Cop Drama, Fail to Follow, Damn Dirty Vultures, Pirates of the Promised Land. They're all working just as hard to try to get these prizes and stuff. Which I know that's not what it is about, but it helps to get people out and help sure. To, Helps to streamline the whole point of what we're doing. So absolutely, and the cause there, uh, the Utah Domestic Violence Coalition, they would notice, you know, if that twenty thousand dollars, if they didn't have that last year, I'm sure they put a lot, oh, for whatever they put it towards. But that is noticeable that that is an influx to them, and whatever you raise this year and in past they- years. That influx is also something that is noticeable yeah. and I'm sure greatly appreciated. Absolutely. And not to throw under the bus and it's not what it's about. Uh, it's, it's just about doing the, the charity itself. That's, that's what's important. But, you know, in years past, before we started working with the, the coalition, um, we just send off the money to, like, whatever cause we had chosen. And, like, people were like, what is, what is this? What is this for and from? And be like, we told you we were doing this fundraiser for you. And they're like, oh. We're like, okay, oh. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> right. Oh, all right. Okay, cool. Well, thanks. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> so it's really nice to be able to, I mean, the, the representatives they send for the past few years, they've sent people to be a part of it and to have uh, literature and information available for people who might need help. Awesome. Um, their jaws would just hit the floor, you know, when, when we handed them that money. And so they just, they, I, I know that it goes to do really great things for people that get, it gets people into other situations that are a lot better for them. And right. So I just hope we can, we can hit that mark again. I know it's a high ass mark, but <laughs> God. Let's get more people out what, and hit whatever, a higher yeah, one. Yeah. Whatever, whatever we do is, is totally fine, but. Right. It's it's definitely set a pretty high bar for us, so but it's gonna be great. And if you're listening from somewhere other than Salt Lake, like I said, get a hold of us if you'd like to donate. Anything helps. Absolutely. Well, let's. Uh, we got a bunch more covers to get to. So oh, yeah, Suicide Machines. Yes. So why this one? I mean, I love Suicide Machines, and uh, I'm gonna talk at towards the end uh, a little more about them, but not yet. You're up. Why Suicide Machines? Why this cover? Well, first of all, I love this cover. Uh, I love this original song, too, you know. Um, I do love the fusion of ska and punk. Right. You know, like, it's just, that's my root. That's, it's, 
I always push for more ska than the other guys are willing to tolerate. <laughs> so I, I have to soft. But you know what? Fuck them because our our most popular song on our record is Simone, and it's entirely ska and entirely kind of, you know, the specials are a big influence on me. Right. And uh, you know, I love Goldfinger and Suicide Machines. Are kind of like you know, just. Right I picked a couple tracks bands. on here too. I don't know if you're familiar with the bands, but we'll get to those. That, oh, absolutely. Because I, I know that about you. I, I like them as well, so it's just a good time for me to plug I, them in. I actually almost picked one of the ones. That you oh, nice. Picked. Yeah. So that's fucking funny. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So Suicide Machines, uh, I Never Promised You a Rose Garden. That was originally done by Lynn Anderson. That's right. Yeah. Can, uh, Canadian? I, I think a Canadian. I think I'm so. Sure. <laughs> I was like, uh, Canadian? No, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. Who knows? But they put that track out two, two decades ago. Uh, back oh, in wow, that's how long they put that cover out. It was at the end of their self-titled LP, The Suicide Machines. Damn, time's flying by. <laughs> <laughs> Good cover, and like uh, you said, you picked some that were a little bit older. I'm a little bit older. I turned 35 yesterday. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> Congratulations, you. 35. That's still that's that's young still. Well, let's listen. To this I got to keep saying song. that. Yes, let's <laughs> listen to it, and then. Uh, We'll get to the other one here in a moment. But uh, yes, let's do some Suicide Machines. I never promised you a rose garden. Well, I beg your pardon. Well, I never promised you a rose garden. Ran along with the sunshine. Oh, 
suicide missions. Man, they're awesome. Powerful. Right? Oh, yeah. One of the first uh, punk bands I ever saw. I, Scary. I've been a fan of them for a long time. I just saw them for the first time at Punk Rock Bowling last year. Oh, they, they rip. Yeah. yeah. I saw them 19... No, wait. This would have been 2003. Amazing. That's <laughs> a long time So ago. cool. <laughs> God, 20 years ago. Sometimes you wish, like, man, I'm glad I got to see him. So definitely not saying that uh, anything other than it would have been cool to see him pretty early on, too. Yeah. Well, they still ripped. So. Yes. They were, they were awesome. Uh, I wonder one of the, if they're still, like, the same lineup. I don't know. Do you know? Uh, I don't know for sure. I know that uh, old Jay Navarro there was awesome because uh, they hadn't done a whole lot of anything together for quite a few years. He's in so many other projects. Uh, really? Jay Navarro and the Traders is something that I think he's active in at the moment. And then, like I said, when we get later on in the show, there's another band that he's involved with that I've got on this oh, list. Okay, and yeah. so that's why I picked it. Kind of coming a little full circle All there. Right. Yeah, you have to <laughs> surprise me. <laughs> uh, you're going to look at the list and be like, which one is it? Probably by default you'll figure it out. But uh, great track. Country singer. It says uh, Lynn Anderson was an American country music singer. I didn't see where oh, specific, but country music. I don't music know why singer. I thought that was a Canadian lady. I don't know either, but she she'd been around. She was born in '47, so you know her prime was uh, you know '70s, '80s, and so forth. Uh, just died only 2015, so she's only passed away about seven years ago. Rest in peace. Yep. Uh, great stuff. The track that I picked to go along with it was a cover, a ska cover of another country track, a pretty famous country track. Yeah. And maybe you can help me out with this. So when I, again, I had this lined up last year because it was new. They put this track out uh, October 15th of last year, so it had only been a couple months. And I recommend watching the video. The artists are Scott Klopfenstein. Hopefully I said that right. If you're familiar with Real Big Fish people, you probably know who that is. Uh, he's a member of Real Big Fish. Or he was, right? Was. Was. Is he back? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He just did the, this was an individual track he just did on his own, and he had the uh, ska band Bite Me Bambi uh, jump in, and I think they did most of the oh, cool. uh, musical elements. But this particular track was originally done by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. So he's doing the Kenny Rogers portion, and Talena, who's the vocalist for Bite Me Bambi, she's doing the Dolly Parton. Oh, radical. Let's get into this. I yes. It's, uh, they did a video. I recommend going and checking out the video. And the song, If Anybody Cares, was originally written by the Bee Gees, but written for and recorded by Dolly Parton. Well, by the Bee Gees, and then Dolly Parton and yeah. Kenny Rogers actually did the vocal recording wow. for it. Wow. Yeah, Barry Gibb. Right? So, exactly. And before we get into it, in case I, uh, it was in a movie. Do you remember this track? In a movie. And uh, I really wanted to, I couldn't find it. I spent probably the better part of an hour today searching, trying to figure out which fucking movie this was. The, the part I can remember, they're sitting around a table. It's like a night before, what are the, a rehearsal dinner type thing. And the guy is going to get married to the girl, but the guy that's going to get married to the girl is in love with some other girl. And the best man, who I think was his brother, you know, it's all coming to a head where they're going to break it off. And then the brother starts singing the Islands in the Sun song. And then the uh, girl who he was going to marry starts singing the Dolly Parton part, right? And then they start singing this part, and it was hilarious. It's a comedy. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't and, uh, damn it, I couldn't fucking figure it out. You can, 
you can find online? The no, I searched that shit everywhere. And there's actually a movie called Islands in the Sun that came out in like 1977. And you try to search shit related to movie yeah. and all that. And it's coming up with that, and it is not that. That movie was within maybe the last 10 years-ish. Uh, it's not too old, and I couldn't find it. And <laughs> I'm going to find it during the I can't song. quite picture the faces. Otherwise, I would look up the actor sure. or actresses. I could just picture... The what what decade like is it? I I want to say it's probably early 2010s. It's probably okay. around 10 years ago, maybe a little less. It could be maybe a little more, but not not you know 2010 sure. give or take. God, dude, that decade doesn't have an identity yet. I know, right? I mean, <laughs> night later on, but like I swear to God, like early 2000s sort of have like a feel and style, but not the way the 80s did. You know? Right. Looking back at the 80s in the 90s was like. Damn, the '80s were weird and different and cool, and like the cars looked all weird. <laughs> I swear we've we've made no like artistic or cultural progress since 2001 or something. Right. I don't know. I'm just a sh- I'm just being an asshole. So <laughs> maybe I'm totally wrong. Nothing. If you know the movie? Fucking please hit us up. <laughs> please, because I spent and wasted really at this point wasted so much time because I didn't come up with the the who the the movie, and I really would love to figure out who it is. <laughs> All right, well, let's listen. Let's to do this it. Here I'll goes. To, I'll try to find out if I know the fucking movie. Let's see. All right, some islands in the stream. Maybe when I met you, there was peace unknown. I said I could get you with a fine tooth comb. It was soft inside.
was a movie. Uh, so Heart of Dixie is what I came up with. <laughs> Heart of Dixie, huh? And I don't know. I just I, I put my Googling to the test. So I didn't even come up with that while I was searching. So your searching's better than mine. Uh, I don't know. I wish I could picture the faces. While we were listening, Selma Blair, if you're familiar with her, her face popped into my mind. And as the bride that was singing with the groom, the groomsman, the best man or whatever. Anyway, uh, I actually had to look up other movies she was in, well, and find the other actor, actresses, because I couldn't remember Selma Blair's name offhand, just the face, like, oh, it's that girl that was in whatever. Anyway, I quickly did a search through IMDb, and in 2003, so I'm obviously off if this is accurate, but a guy thing has a similar theme to it I don't have time to verify you at this know, moment, but that's the movie I don't know if that's the movie, but that could be the movie. So if, if anybody you know out the there, answer. yes, <laughs> if it's something else, please tell me. If call not, uh, I'll have to figure that out. Yes, call in. Anyway, what'd you think of that version? Or if you're eight 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 Punkanoi. That's right. <laughs> so honestly, I thought that sucked pretty bad. But did you? Yeah. What the hell is he thinking? Pick it up a little. Right. It sounded like a fucking karaoke version. It sounded like... With really sick horns in the back. True. I'm give Scott his flowers. I mean, he was in Real Big Fish, which I love Real Big Fish, but pick that shit up, man. It could be. Uh, it could be picked up, yes. And if you... I think in this instance, watch the video. The okay. costumes that they wear and the elements of the video, I think, make it more enjoyable than just listening because I think you're right. Okay. It is a bit slow. All right, yeah. It's a whole sensory experience. Yes. In some instances, <laughs> the, the video it, it entirely the improves <laughs> the, the experience it or the track. It made up for it. <laughs> All right. So that's that one. Let's get into some more music. We'll talk more about uh, Friends was here in a moment. Let's play a little bit more music first. Uh, you are up. So you picked something. Uh, what'd you pick? I picked Goldfinger because I just plug it into everything I do. Right. I love Goldfinger, though. I love Goldfinger, man. I love Goldfinger. Goldfinger. One of the first bands, I remember going and watching them at Warp Tour in, you know, mid-90s. I don't know yeah. how many times I saw them then. You probably saw them at the big-ass show. Yep. I don't, I don't remember them being on Warp Tour other than uh, California Dates and doing, like, the second one. In Salt Lake, the second year they did it. That could be. But you probably, you definitely saw them. The they big were the ass, same. The big ass show. Yeah, was, I was going to both of those every year from like 94 through around 2000. I wish they would bring the big ass show back. Right? But they just won't. It's fucking dumb. Well, X96 at this point, I don't listen to a lot of terrestrial radio, but from what I gather, it's mostly just like, they're calling themselves a uh, classic alternative now. Yeah, I was going to say more alternative than punk. And, and uh, so the elements might be a little bit different if they were to do, yeah. like, promote a show as bands that might be appearing on the channel. Well, I feel like it's just Todd Newcomb's own personal fucking soundtrack on his way, <laughs> on his way into work. Like, that's what they're doing now. It's just his own fucking... <laughs> opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, Goldfinger used to appear on X96. Goldfinger did appear at the Big Ass Show, That's and right. some people might have seen them on uh, Warp Tour at some point. Yeah, because they, yeah, they definitely. You know, the I think they were on one of the last legs of the Warp Tour when, okay. when everyone piled on. Right, they knew it was ending. So, 
Um, I I just heavily heavily influenced from a very young age. My my brother uh, was a pro wakeboarder and is ten years older than me, and he brought Pennywise home, Sublime, and brought home this Goldfinger record that just fucking like really just got in my ears, and I was like, what is that sound? Like, what is that? What is that act? Like, what what the fuck am I looking at here? Because I. I grew up in a Beatles house, you know, so I understood, like, you have a bass player, you have guitar players, and then you have the drummers. Right. And so when I heard what else was possible with that same setup and, like, just, you know, a new generation of a, it just really fucking got to me and was just like, this, this, this is what I want to do. I was, like, 10 years old. Not even 10. Not even 10, because that would have made Jason 20. So I was 7, you know, he was 17. And, uh... You know, I just would constantly try to take his CDs whenever he wasn't looking. Just like <laughs> try to get it, get it in my ears. That and was I just, uh, pre taking him and burning him. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> you, this is coffee. way before yeah. burning. This is na- before Napster. And don't get me wrong, I fucking totally was a Napster Kaza kid. Like just you know, just f- fucking hundreds of thousands of songs on our on our computer when we got older. But and that was cool because. You could find rarities and shit. That, right. You know, we were all little uh, thieves, but, God, we had appreciation for music like no other generation. We just had all of it, you know? Well, speaking of rarities, this particular track does not appear on a Goldfinger release. At no. least not that I could find. It only appears on a compilation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know um, how that happened, because I know that that compilation was released without their, like, Without their blessing, which happens a lot. <laughs> I'm sure. When a label and a band part ways and they still own the property, they will do whatever the fuck they want with it. So there is a best of record out there, but I don't think they really greenlit that by any means. <laughs> but I would say about Goldfinger, um, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that they're one of the most influential uh, bands for their... Like, what, I guess what I'm trying to say is I wouldn't be surprised to hear that most Goldfinger fans went on to start playing music because right. of what it was and what we saw. Well, the first time I saw him, I was in the sixth grade, and I was literally, like, overwhelmed with, like, how fucking blown away I was. Like, literally blown away. And the fucking, I was 12 years old, this little fat kid, you know, just a little chubby, little chubby baby coop. <laughs> and I was in a whole... A whole slew of people start moving around me, and I'm like, "What is this? What is happening right now?" And <laughs> I just see this mosh pit form, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die!" And I saw like my favorite human beings in person just come out from the dark, and it was just like they were dressed in fucking Star Trek gimmick shit. And <laughs> I was just like, "Holy shit!" It was at the Promontory Building when they would do shows. That's at the fairgrounds, so they they would have that big. Uh, that big building that was just fucking always doing really cool shows. I don't know why it stopped, but man, it was it was just a fucking experience of a lifetime. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that like a lot of people have the same experience where they they saw them and were like, "I'm gonna fucking start a band tomorrow." That's awesome. And a lot of bands have that same thing going sure. on, but it's one of those bands. Bands. I like to consider myself or my band, Racist Kramer. Like I, we have a lot of fucking. F- f- friends, I'll say fans. I 
I, w- I would say if this is the first year I've started to notice we actually have people showing up and singing along. That's and awesome. then I'll meet them. Uh, they, they're like, I'm in a band. I just started like, you know, three years ago. And I'm like, perfect. That's fucking awesome. Because I, I would love to know that we're like a band's band where people appreciate our music who actually know about music, not just. But I mean, everyone's welcome. But that's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a cool thing, like a tradition that will get passed on. Like, right. I'd like to, I'd like to fucking, I, I love working with younger artists. You know, I've done some recordings, like I said, for some bands. But like, there's nothing better than like finding. I, I was recording this, uh, this girl whose parents was having me. Uh, they were paying me to record her. Okay. And she. She went to college, and it's, it's, I haven't seen her, heard from her. I don't know if she's doing music still. But it was just like, it's such a fun experience for me to try to help nurture that. And right. get them as, as good as they can, and also get their production as tight as possible. And I would just love to just, if I had me, when I was 17, come along and help me and, like, show me a better way to, like, get your music tracked, get in, in front of people how to perform, how to be confident, like, in your performance, and, like, so many people have stage fright, and I don't understand it at all, I'm like, what are you doing then, why do you, why do you want to fucking be here if you're scared, <laughs> let's do this shit, like, get up there, but, yeah, I digress, I, I just love what, what punk rock gave to me, is, like, I don't even know if I'd have any friends if it weren't for it, you know, there was nothing to talk about other than music, and I have the same friends that I have had, you know, for, fuck like 15 16 years you know i mean 20 years I, my best friend and i grew up listening to music and shit and he he's also uh a drummer he's kind of he does like the hippie festival stuff but cool we all listen to the same music growing up and it, there's tons of us that are musicians now because of it so well, with this particular track, we haven't even said the name of the track yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is not the Nina cover that they did, because that might be one of their more popular covers, because Goldfinger's done a handful yeah, of covers. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to do that, just because right. I wanted to do a little bit of a deeper cut. I think this is a fantastic pick. Oh, I think so, too. And uh, I also, because we wanted to get away from, I think, I think the last episode we did, like, we did some Me First tracks, which is like, that's sort of a fun... Let's take a let's take like a slow song and speed it up. Right. And and like you know that's that's fun to do, but I also thought to myself what it, how important it is for um, for bands to learn their band their like their favorite bands music. Right. You know? And it's not necessarily about remaking it so much as it is just like having a good time playing it. Right. And and. Uh, one of my other picks later on is is in that same kind of vein and, and reasoning, but this one was just like a punk band covering a punk band, but kind of like making it a little bit better, right? Because it's faster and just like way more clean. It's turning horror punk into ska. Exactly, yeah. It looks, it's, yeah, it's fuck. It's a fucking good track. I I think they're just they they were at their peak were just the fucking best band in the world. So, I mean, I have a cold finger tattoo on my arm, so. That's awesome. But yeah, let's play a ghoul's night out. This is the ghoul's night out. Suffer unto me. Devil's born in angels' arms. Ghouls in heaven's fall. This is the ghoul's night out. All ghouls go to hell. You is hell on eating flesh. It's my destiny. Ghoul's, ghoul's, ghoul's night out. Ghoul's, ghoul's, ghoul's night out. 
I'm sure he loved being able to do that part. Judas <laughs> Priest is so funny at the end. That's awesome. Goldfinger's great. Uh, great track. Like you said, Misfits are great too. I mean, they can get out of their own way, but. Yeah, no kidding. You know, Jerry Only, speaking of that, Jerry Only just put out a uh, new, it was eight tracks, so short EP, or LP rather, short LP. You're a big fan of Jerry Only? No, just they no. put it out in, uh, cool. around <laughs> around <laughs> Halloween. You know, I like doing episodes. So on, on the punk cast, oh, yeah. we, we do. Uh, at least one track that's kind of that Halloween theme. And then uh, on Punk Noir Worldwide, I put out an episode featuring all Halloween theme music, whether it's horror punk or a particular band who's not horror punk but doing a Halloween theme track. And so that's I wanted to play cool. some Jerry Only because Jerry Only was putting it out, but he put it out after he didn't release anything early. And I listened to it, and it's if you like The Misfits, I think you're going to think it's cool. For me particularly, it was like... Cool. I listened to it once all the way through, and you know, uh, maybe right. next year around Halloween time, I'll want to play one of those what, tracks on the Halloween episode. What was the last LP that came out that just you put on repeat? Uh, and, just, and just fucking played the shit out of it. So, f- I don't know if you're familiar with Riot City Radio. Uh, they just put out an album about just, a month ago. And it just hasn't left your. Well,. Tom, he, he's, he, they're from the UK, and Tom actually sent it to me months and months and months ago. So I, I listened to it, oh, I don't know, like probably like 30, 40 times, if not more, before it ever even was officially released. On vinyl? Did you just sit and listen to vinyl? Or? Uh, well, I didn't have the vinyl. I have the vinyl now because uh, it, it's sitting over here. Oh, but uh, he sent you the tracks? Yeah, he sent me the, the tracks, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the vinyl didn't get released until October, and that's when the official album released digital for everybody to consume. That came out then, but I got it back a lot of months ago. And cool. I've been listening to that. It's probably my favorite album of the year. But the Prowlers... Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with The Prowlers, but their new album they put out in February, I've listened to that a lot. So those two okay. a lot. And then uh, the new Doc Rotten album is pretty cool, too. Do you know A Wilhelm Scream? Yes. Uh, that Lose Your Delusion record is just fucking in my ears all the time. Dude. That's awesome. It's all the time. It came out in, like, February, I want to say, or March. But God damn it, it's so good. That's cool. It's so good. I'm going to have to give that but a I always listen. ask people that. I'm like, what, what was the last record that just did not come off? Like, did not ever leave your, your CD player or whatever it was, your Spotify, however you listen to music. Doing the podcast, I listen to a ton of music because I'm always, oh, I know. what's going to go on the next episode, next episodes, and doing two different shows. There's a yeah. lot of music to get to, and I've been... No, I, I, I try to listen to you guys a lot, as much as I can. There's so many podcasts to listen to. Right. I always walk away with like a little gem from what you guys play. Awesome. Like I said, that, uh, that uh, Jagged... Or Jigsaw Youth, Jigsaw Jigsaw Skin. Youth. Yeah, yep. Skin. That was a fucking... And what Eric was talking about, too, was just like um, the different... How, how they're inches away from no longer being punk, and right. it's like a really heavy metal, like a heavy rock band. I was like, I was, yes, yeah, that's sort of right listening to it, but I was just like, no, they still have sort of that like punk rock spirit in them. Yeah. But they, they are just getting like a little more digitally crunchy on those vocals and stuff. But damn, what a fucking cool track skin was. That is so, cool. So thank you, my friend. Absolutely. Tell me Absolutely. about this. Uh, and, well, that's a good transition. So you said that getting away, well, this band, uh, Disco Mostro, they actually sent an email to me, check out our music. I did. Uh, I've been meaning to play something oh, so off this of is a deep cut. 
Tuto Punks is the name of the release that they put out, and they put this release out September of last year. Uh, and so I've been sitting on it. It was an EP. There's four okay. covers. This band is from Milan in Italy. What? Yes. Very cool. Very cool. So the Italian punk. Yes. The transition is is the Damned, right? They originally started as a punk band. At the time they put out the track New Rose, which is the cover that we're going to do, uh, they were more punk, but they kind of were evolved into one of those new first goth rock bands, as it were, you know, dark themes, dressing like vampires and that kind of shit. Yeah, and that's like why the, I kind of paired it up with your Misfits cover sure, because yeah, the Damned is a very good uh, pairing with it's like a fine wine and a cheese, right? Like the Misfits and the Damned. You're, you're setting up the wines. I'm throwing in the cheese. I'm chugging them down. And the reason I picked a couple bands that are not from the U.S. just to kind of go along with what you were talking about. Bands, you know, Goldfinger playing some Misfits. You know, hey, we like the Misfits. We want to play a cover. Well, it's not exclusive to, hey, Goldfinger, you're from California. Misfits, you're from New Jersey. You both speak English. You're both from the U.S. You like each other. Well, no. Tuto Punks is the that release is four covers. I think they were all. I'd have to go back and check, but they might have been all U.S. bands. But the band is from Milan. They they speak Italian. They have plenty of other tracks. If you go listen to their music, it's in Italian. But they cool. doesn't change the fact that you can be influenced by something somewhere else that somebody's oh, singing absolutely. in something, some oh, other yeah. language, right? Yeah, I mean it was an anchor for me in my. I mean, you grew up here, right? So yep. You know, you know how it was when you got a hold of something that came from a foreign land, or like right. It came from the mystical land of California. I remember you it's going like, to the record oh. store. Imports, right? Oh yeah. Imports was the thing. Now I don't. I don't. Maybe it's. I don't really well, notice it. I'll see like stickers on, on LPs that say right. import, but I don't. I don't recall seeing a import section anymore. Or. Maybe, I don't know. Do you ever go to Diabolical Records? That's a pretty good record shop. Or Randy's Records. Go to Randy's. Shout go to, out. Right, exactly. Uh, I haven't been to Diabolical. I'll have Diabolical to check them out. is a little more geared towards indie and punk. Okay. And the underground. and very, It's very cool. I will have to go check it out. I love going to the record stores. I do get uh, yeah. a lot from specific labels. Like uh, I was just mentioning that Riot City Radio. Well, I bought it directly from Sonny Bastard's Records, which is over there... Germany? Yeah, I think they're from Germany. There's so many cool labels. Germany, Spain, oh, man, Netherlands, and France, and shit my, like that. Uh, our friends, Folk Hogan. Yeah. Like, kind of like uh, pub, pub punk is like what I kind of think they are. Right. They're very clean, very fucking good, cool, cool guys. They're our neighbors at our practice space. Um, they just got back from Europe, and they just had so much fun. And, I've been hearing just such good things about how uh, American artists get treated over there. And That's so awesome. I've heard the same it, thing, yes. I think, I think in two years, like in 24, we'll try to, try to put something out if we can. You know what I mean? It's going to be like lose all your money but gain a tremendous experience. Right. I mean, plan a vacation. I want to go to Europe on vacation. Yeah. We'll, uh, I'll take three of my best friends and we'll just fucking see the whole, the whole right? continent and then... Break even. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's get into that Disco uh, Mastro. Disco Mastro doing new rows. We'll see what you think. I mean, this is the first track of the EP, so it has its, uh, I don't, don't want to call it an intro, but you'll, you'll see. So let's do it. Here's new rows. cazzo, <laughs> 
What'd you think of that one? That was cool. I think they did a good sound, job. They sound raw, but it's it's fucking good. It's like a good uh, it's a good tribute to that. Right? Uh, kind of like a you know the stuff in the seventies, especially punk bands, more raw on recordings, and you know when sure. bands cover those type of tracks now, they typically sound a little more polished. They didn't sound very Italian except for that first part. But right. Honestly, I could I could hear that like in a good skate comp like that. Well, on that note, would you consider, like, I don't know if you speak any other languages, so I think they did a pretty yeah. good job, Italian going into oh, English, right? Yeah. And uh, we'll have another band here in a moment sure. that uh, maybe along those lines. But Oh, do you like Millen Colin? Do you remember Millen Colin? I do. I, I, I don't know if they have any covers, but uh, that would have been cool if they did. Right? I'm sure they do. Yeah. Punk's a, I'll save that for... Uh, Next time? Cover Revenge 3 or whatever. There you go. Cover show. I was going to ask you, would you consider for a future Friendsmas doing a song in another language? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm doing 99 Red Balloons, so we're doing that Goldfinger version just because we fucking... And that covering a cover is kind of... Uh, faux pas. You know, it's kind of bad. But I don't give a fuck. I have so much fun playing it. That's awesome. And like I said, we're, we're playing a wedding next week, which is weird for us because we're not like a bar band. We're not a hireable band, but it's just a family friend. Or it's a friend of mine. It's my boss's family. So I was just like, yeah, fuck, I'm going to do it for sure. And cool. Yeah. Like I said, you know, take care of the people that take care of you. Exactly. Well, um, what was I gonna say? The next we we got more music coming up, yep. obviously. But uh, Disco Mastro, are they gonna are they ever gonna come to the United States? Or we'll have to ask them. I don't know. Get them out here and yeah, get them a show set up. Yeah, get them some blankets so they can sleep in here. Yeah, <laughs> by that time, by that time, yes, uh, there'll be less echo, <laughs> and uh, you're gonna have Justin some furniture. And I are sitting in inside of a giant empty church right now. <laughs> We're just sitting in the pews right next to each other. That <laughs> <laughs> would be awesome if Disco Mastro did come. Uh, quite a trip. Uh, I don't even think that was their last release. I'll have to go check. But they're still putting on music, so maybe they'd want to come over and play. And they got some cool covers to play that people might be familiar with if they're unfamiliar with their original stuff. Right on. Well, with the Hippos, that's who you have next. That's right. I didn't find a lot of information on them. Not a band I'm familiar with. What do you know about the Hippos? I actually don't know anything about the Hippos okay. other than this song. I couldn't well, find a lot of information out there for them. Yeah, I don't think they're around anymore. Okay. I'm not sure. I just, I always, I don't know what, this this song was on something I had. I don't know if it was like a wakeboard comp or okay. a fucking video game I had. Well, the original on this song has quite a storied history. Like, I just assumed it was the 80s version, and that's why I picked my track that I have next uh, for Naked Eyes, right? I don't know if that's if you're familiar with that original or... Oh, sure, yeah. The yeah. original, and this is a very popular song. I mean, I'm sure it's fucking played on X96, classic alternative. Right. <laughs> I bet it's fucking playing right now, unless it's Glycerin. Right. Glycerin plays once an hour on that fucking <laughs> terrestrial radio. I love that. Uh, it was originally written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David in the 60s, and then Dionne Warwick was the first to record it as a demo in 63. 
Really? Really. And then, and then Lou right. Johnson actually was the first to chart with this song and get charted at 49 in the summer of 64. Sandy Shaw then took the song to number one in the UK the same year, but Naked Eyes then recorded it in 83. So I only know the last I part know, there. Yeah. I didn't know about all that other stuff. So it's, it's not originally Naked Eyes. That's no, Naked Eyes actually recorded recorded it. I mean, they were the third one to record and chart with yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah, this is in movies. Like, that, Yo, that yeah. Naked Eyes version is in, uh, fuck, like, Real Genius. I don't think it's in Breakfast Club. But I swear to God, like, John Hughes movies. It's, yeah. It's got to be in there. Somewhere. Yes, at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so quite the history there. You just had it on a, a soundtrack then. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know what it was on. I can't remember at all. Um, did you find out what Heads album? Are Gonna Roll is the name of the album that I found it on. So there, oh, so they released it? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I don't really know the hippos other than this one. I, I don't either. I, well, actually, so my, my buddy's going to kill me because he, he loves the hippos. So I know that. I know that my, my friend Lauren okay. loves the hippos. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lauren, you should pass some information on about yeah. them. Build a fucking Wikipedia or something. <laughs> but this song is real clean. I love this version too. It's the horns are crispy. It's got a really nice flow to it. Awesome. Yes, sir. Well, apparently it's a cover of a cover, which is a, a cover of 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 a demo of something that was originally written. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mr. Burt Bacharach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Always something there to remind me. Girl, when there is always something. 
track cool version of the track yeah cool version of the track indeed it's a good cover it is it's a good cover of a cover well the next one <laughs> have you heard it because it's also a cover of a cover i don't think i've heard this version well i i picked to pair up uh my, my cheese to go with your wine on this one yeah that's, i love it i love it, it right is it's uh scarface cool uh ska band out of paris uh on their 30 years nonstop of chaotic clockwork ska, they put out last year, it was December of last year, early December, uh, they released wow. Best Of, and then they this was included on it. It's a perfect pairing. Right? Perfect pairing. <laughs> so, Give Me Some Love, and that's the track that Scarface put on. I think it's a really cool version. Now, the original track of Give Me Some Love and was very, or first put out by Spencer Davis Group in 1964. See some similarities, right, with the last okay, track? Okay, yeah, and it's, okay, you are, you are a fucking, <laughs> you are a, you are a, uh, a musical sommelier. Right? Uh, <laughs> so, 66, Spencer Davis Group recorded it, and it's actually included on Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest songs, this particular track. No when, them doing it. Now, later on, uh, group singer, meaning the group, uh, Steve Winwood. If you're familiar with the 80s, Steve Winwood had a lot of hits. Well, Steve Winwood was the lead vocalist of Spencer Davis Group. Steve Winwood recorded his own version of this track from the group that he was originally in. Wow, I did not know that. Yes. Plus, the Blues Brothers also put out a version of this track. Oh, no shit. Yes. Wow, dude, you really tied it up here. Yeah. Blues oh, yeah, Brothers yeah. put it up. So, see, again, we're going to do a cover of a cover of a cover. Okay. And the more popular version, in my opinion, also came out in the 80s, such as the Naked Eyes, more popular version, in my opinion, also came out in the 80s. Holy shit. That's a callback. And it's a That's ska a call, band. A callback. And it's a ska band. So let's check so out. It pairs a, well with the hippos. Exactly. Let's check out a ska shit, version man. of Gimme Some Love and we'll see what you You're think. Like a fucking library, man. <laughs> Floor. Crazy people only cause they want some more Let 
Spencer Davis group yet. Jimmy some loving. Jimmy some loving. <laughs> Jimmy sun loving. They are from Paris. Remember where we're, uh, I was trying to get some covers of bands from somewhere else. I mean, obviously Spencer Davis group that, and yeah. Steve Winwood, American, Blues Brothers, American, Obviously, a variety of versions of that track previously. You too. gave me a uh, Punkanoi bingo on my bingo sheet. Today. <laughs> you gave me all of them. <laughs> it's cool stuff. They did a cool ska version. If you're familiar with Scarface, uh, they're awesome. If you're not, go check them out. But uh, very cool version. I'm familiar with the others. You got your '80s vibe. You got your you know '80s pop vibe rather, and then you had your blues version. But I like the ska version. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's good. I love that. I love that kind of just loose. Yeah. Just up and down, nothing too fast, kind of just steady, rock yep. steady. You like the specials, right? Yep. I love the specials, so that was kind of I could I could probably hear a little bit of their influence on that. On I'm sure. Scarface. Yep. And Scarface, I'm sure has influenced bands as they've been around for 30 years. 91, I believe is when they started. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Pretty awesome. So, cool stuff there. Uh we have Two more covers, uh, t another set of uh, wine and cheese to get to. But before yeah. we do, we have uh, CJ here. Why don't we play something that yes, Racist so Kramer's done? That's right. We're working on something right now. I don't know if we're going to release it or what, but just for my own sort of production chops to get better and better at doing some recording. I just thought it would be neat to uh, to celebrate women in music and, and uh, take take just a collection of some songs and cover them, you know, do a, do a, maybe we'll do like a live from the ladies room EP or something, release them all. But for now I'm just kind of just cataloging them and we're doing stuff like no doubt. And this one we got is, uh, 
is Taylor Swift. But our No Doubt cover is pretty cool. We'll probably play that at Friendsmas. Uh, we we took Don't Speak and turned it back into a ska song. Cool. So that's that's a fun song to play. But this uh, this song here is Taylor Swift's one of her first songs, uh, Love Story. So it just fucking. I mean, it's a stupid song, honestly, <laughs> but we, we rip it up, so. It's a world premiere. I don't, I don't know if this will get released eventually, but. Well, you'll always least, be able to come back yeah, to this episode. Exactly. You'll, <laughs> it'll be solidified for the first time. It's all finished. We just haven't had it mastered, so it might be a little quiet, but it's, it's, totally, it's totally rock and roll. Well, let's check it out. All right, here we go. Here's Racist Kramer with Taylor Swift's Love Story. Both young and when I first saw you I close my eyes and the flashback starts I'm standing there On a balcony in summer air See the lights, see the party, the ball gowns I see you make your way through the crowd and say hello Thank you very much. I do. Great cover. 
Yeah, it should be cool when it's all finished. And I got to bring those guitars up a bit. I think that's how I can enjoy some of those pop popular songs that are. Oh out yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta dial them in that oh way because the originals. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, we're working on a Shania Twain song right now. It's awesome. Awful. It's just fucking. It's such a dumb song. If but you we're go making watch, it good. We're making it good. That's so. what I'm excited for. And if you go watch that Islands in the Stream video, I think that could give you an inspiration for maybe doing a video of one of these covers oh, to yeah. go along, you know, it, if you do release yeah, the EP. For sure. Yeah, I'd like to. I mean, it just kind of depends on what everyone wants to do, you know. It's not a dictatorship. I'm not, I'm not going to go Trump on my band. I'm, I'm going to fucking be <laughs> a little more diplomatic. Oh, that's awesome. Well, great cover. Uh, it's cool that you'll... Uh, not that one specifically, but the No Doubt one. So if people are able oh, to yeah. and you get out to Friendsmas, you can yeah, go check out Racist Kramer doing No Doubt. Exactly. I think we're going to be doing that and a uh, whole bunch of other covers. You know, That's awesome. And Covers of covers. Covers of covers. That's uh, even better, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have to do this again next year for sure. 100%. We, we will do it. together and do, uh, do cover, Covers 3. The third episode. I'll give you the opportunity to do the same thing that I did to yours. How about you pick a handful, oh, but leave a couple, okay. and then I'll throw out a couple and see if you've got okay. the cheese to complement that All wine. Right. Yeah, <laughs> cover, cover Chinese checkers. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up with uh, covers of one of my favorite bands. Two covers of yes. the same band. Yes. That's right. Yep. Uh, off of the same release, Hooligans United. So uh, I am a huge fan of Rancid, and uh, like That's one of I. the first like three months when Chris was doing SLC Punkcast with me uh, that year, Rancid released an album. This was back in 2017, and the Dropkick Murphys and Rancid were doing like uh, Boston to Berkeley the first time because they just did the second time I think last year. But uh, we did a cover episode where. It was nothing but rancid covers. There was a handful. We tried not to go too much into Hooligans United because it's just a whole thing, and you can go listen to the record. You don't need to listen to our episode if that were the case. Sure. But there were a lot of cool ones. I wanted to make sure I picked one that wasn't on there, and we'll talk about mine in a moment. Your pick uh, is also off of Hooligans United. Yes, and before you go any further, you did mention the Bouncy Souls. I do want to say uh, Racist Kramer is opening for Bouncy Souls. Yes. Uh, at yes. the end of the year, the depot, December thirtieth. Yeah. yeah, and we're local support with uh, Wicked Bears and the Anchorage, which are friends of ours, and they're they're really great bands. Wicked Bears is a fucking awesome. I was punk gonna band. play the Anchorage. They just put out a cover of Oingo Boingo. Oh man, you should totally maybe. maybe I did play it, it on the, the Halloween end. episode. Oh, you did it, on so the, I played okay. it just okay, recently. Cool. Otherwise, I would have. My plan was Hell to put on. it on here, but I thought, you know what, I want to get a Salt Lake City band. On this Fuck Halloween yeah. episode. Very cool. That's not Zombie Cock. Not that I wouldn't want to play Zombie Cock. We played them on SLC Punkcast. Well, uh, I think those guys, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, those guys are uh, on hiatus right now or something. They're going to be opening for Argyle, not Argyle Goolsby. He's a vocalist for Blitzkid. The day oh, after cool. Thanksgiving. I think it's the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, so cool. Zombie Cock will be playing then. Oh, okay, cool. Because I, I had heard that they were sort of real shaken up by COVID like on there. They haven't put anything new out. Uh, I don't know if they're putting anything or trying to 
gather anything. That, I don't know. But they'll at least be playing a show coming up. Cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad, to, glad they're doing that. They're, yes. They're great guys. But the Anchorage, uh, Dead Man's Party, they covered that. I played it on yeah. the Halloween episode. And then Very Wicked good. Bears just released, I think this past week, a video for a new track because they have a release they're putting out. I want to say it's January. If it's not January, it's February, but it's early 2023. Yeah, I think they just signed a deal with Wiretap. Yep. So they, I don't know what's going on with that, but I can't wait for that record. And uh, Jason, their drummer, is a fucking good guy. He's in both bands, Anchorage and, and uh, Wicked Bears. So I Great look video. To that. It'll be fucking awesome. Video was filmed at the Beehive, local venue here in Salt Lake. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I didn't know it. Ahead of time, I didn't like have any special information. I just watched the video. I'm like, oh, that's the Beehive. <laughs> yeah, that man, that bar or that used to be Bar Deluxe. Oh, back in the day, yeah. And we used to play there a lot. Awesome. I don't think we ever played the Beehive, but man, I I saw Pears. You know Pears? Yep. Pears is awesome. That that before Willem Scream's new record came out, I was listening to nonstop Pears three. That that was a killer killer album. Um. But, yeah, I saw them uh, at Beehive, and I was just like, why is fucking nobody here? What's going on? <laughs> right? I've, pretty, I've seen some of those type of shows before. It was very snowy, too, which uh, snow tends to make it so people don't go out. But, right. Or at least, you know, during the last few years. Brave the Pe- storm, carpool. People have been getting more antisocial, and so I'm I'm hoping that this year we get more and more people out every year, obviously. But, God, some people have just kind of um, fallen into that sort of rut that right. COVID left them in. But Break out. There's yeah, things to do and people to, do. to go uh, socialize Fucking start with. a band. Right? <laughs> it's never too late to start a band. So yeah, mustard plug here. So that's, did you pick it because you like Mustard Plug? Did you pick it because you like Rancid? Or did you pick it because you like this specific song? Remember how I said I was going to save it for me first and get Mimi's? Yep. Well, I wanted to find a good cover of uh, of a band that is like I mean, it's not too far away from the original. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. They did make it their own, but predominantly like the 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 punk rock tradition and me first does it is like reaching into like old old generations music. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's predominantly what they do. Like they had or, a whole country album. Yeah, or picking an entire <laughs> and it was older genre. country. Yeah. But I was like, I want to kind of pick. Um, like uh, a cover where it's like the same generation covering a different band. Gotcha. And Mustard Plug is like a different style than Rancid, obviously, but they're certainly peers, right. I would say. So I was kind of like, I want to I have like that sort of pick. And so I think that's what I was able to get. And then I noticed you have your pick afterwards. Yes. Break Anchor. Yes. And that's what you were saying. That's Jason Navarro's. Yes. Other project. That's One of cool. numerous other projects, right, but right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy's busy. Yes, he is. Cool. Let's head it up. All right, here's Roots Radicals. Great track. I love the original, but uh, Buster Plug did a great job. So. Oh yeah. Let's do it. And then we're we're signing off. We're gonna just let this play out, or we'll come back and. We'll come back. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll play them both. So yeah. uh, break anchor. We'll do I am the one uh, awesome. right after. Okay, great. Six bus out of downtown Campbell Bezza Now that he was on it, he was waiting for me All the punk rockers and the moonstoppers Were there on the corner where the fans were chained I started thinking, you know I started drinking You know I don't remember too much of that day Something struck me funny as we ran out of money Where do you go now when you're only 15? The music execution and the talk of revolution Please tell me, and it go well Keep a 
website. Right? Breakacre's cool. I recommend checking them out. I need to delve deeper, but I thought that was cool. It's one I hadn't played or even paid too much attention to off of that, except Hooligans United. I mean, there's like 40 or so tracks on there. There's a shit ton. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Uh, great covers episode. I thought you picked some great ones. It was, it was fun to... The pairing was just perfect. Right? Like a musical sommelier. <laughs> that was a blast. Uh, Friendsmas. fun, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Everybody get out to Friendsmas. It's great. And yep, reach 17th, out. December 17th, and don't forget about Bouncing Souls. Uh, December 30th, the night before New Year's Eve. And uh, tickets are on sale, Ticketmaster, or if you want to avoid fees, you can go down to the box office next time you go to the show at Depot. And then Friendsmas, December 17th, man. Free. Show up. It's free. It's going to be cool. It's Donate some money. It goes people. to a good cause. Absolutely. There's nice people there. Yeah, it'll be just fun. It's a safe space. Yeah, and it'll be cool just to go see. Even if you're unfamiliar with one, two, or whatever amount of the bands, they're going to be playing covers. So oh, yeah. you're going to go, and you'll probably sing along, even though you might not be familiar with all of a specific band's music. Oh, you'll still be there, and you'll have a great time. I'm sure you'll be singing along. Uh, I, I guarantee that there's something there for everybody, because I know Damn Dirty Vultures are doing um, old punk. So cool. they're doing classic punk. That's awesome. They're doing, like, the Stooges, and I don't want to say to I know they're doing the Damned. So, awesome. Um. But I'm I'm looking forward to that. Then, uh, like I said, cop drama doing Dookie, sort of. And then we're just sort of all over the place. We do all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Screamer, um, you can check out our LP. It's doing pretty well. It came out last year on Pie and Beer Day. Right. And so check that out. It's in Redemption. Hopefully we'll have a new EP coming out of something, some sort, or at least plan on doing a new record next year. That's awesome. Yeah, the purple right. vinyl's awesome, by the way. Oh, yeah. Isn't that pretty? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Samuel Lucas from Portugal. He uh, just did such a great job doing the layout and the design and shit. And I really poured a lot of, of heart into that. And me and my guys, blood, sweat, and tears, man. So I'm, we're really happy about it. And it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we went out, played some shows back east uh, in Pennsylvania, and that's awesome. Got to see New York. I've never been to New York before. My bandmates put aside a day and took me around. Like uh, saw, you know, went to Brooklyn and had uh, fucking New York pizza, which blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> Cannot believe that. Oh, fuck. I was like, I I need to get back and just do a whole whole food trip. Is all just go back there and just see all the see all the sights and eat all the foods that's awesome yeah, it, was, it was a lot of fun and to go back east and play a show as just a small punk band and to have people show up wearing your merch that they got and singing along and you have no idea who the fuck they are i mean that was a very special time in my life that i'll never forget so i definitely appreciate everyone out there that's listening to our music that's cool well, and I definitely appreciate you, Dust. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely, thank you for doing this. This is a lot of fun for me yeah, too. Absolutely, anytime, man. I fucking love it. I love 
just hanging out and listening to good music. So Me too. That was great. And if anybody wants to reach out to you to participate in any fashion with Friendsmas, where again can they get to you? Uh, just on Instagram. It's at Racist Kramer Music. And then we'll put you in touch with our treasurer who has access to like Venmo and shit. And you can Venmo us if you want to. Uh, we can we can figure out how to get you there, whatever you need. We'll do whatever it takes. So. Cool. And there is about five weeks, roughly, before Friendsmas. So get on That's it, right. people. I know. I got I to gotta get on it, too. I got songs <laughs> to learn. Fuck. Get on it. Get to the show. And we will see you at the show. Punk and oi worldwide. Yes. That's right.